Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is a 45-minute flow class. We're glad you joined us. When you're ready, grab your mat and we'll get started. Hip opening? Anyone? Let's do it. We'll start in Supta Baddha Kanasana. Y'all's t-shirt game today is strong. I'm just going to say that. You know who you are. You are, we got all kinds. All right. Take a few moments to find your breath and how it's moving through your body to let everything else slide away. Just by bringing your attention to your breath, you enhance its quality. So let that happen rather than making anything happen. Just let your awareness of your breath make it better. Maybe it's longer, maybe it's smoother, deeper, but unforced, no agenda, just better because of your presence here. We'll let the poses unfold like that today. So like asana as you know, an alignment practice, yes. an exercise practice, as whatever your practice is. Coming out of the, the head stuff around it, into being present with what's happening in your body. If you're just joining us, we're starting in Supta Bhadakanasana. One more breath here. And then leave your arms out of it, just wherever they want to be is totally fine. But you're going to take your right leg to happy baby. So it's just moved itself and it's not going to be held. It's just going to be there. And you know, with the right leg itself, do the action of happy baby. So imaginary hand uh, would be drawing the leg bone down, right? So your thigh muscles, your hip flexors, draw the leg bone down, breath in, breath out. You're just gonna easily straighten it out to the side. You can now take the hand as a kickstand to the outside of the thigh or the outside of the calf. So just taking note of what's going on, have a breath, make it better because you're paying attention. Then sole of your left foot to the mat, anchor it down. Use the inner thigh muscles, well, both legs, pull in towards center. So you've got right leg moving back to vertical line and the left leg is, is pulling in towards center, like there's a block that you're pressing into. So you got a lot of imaginary stuff going on. Uh, press the left foot down, keep that sense of the left inner thigh is it's hugging the knee in so it stacks over the ankle. That's what we're going for. And as you press the left foot down, let the right leg move toward you. So the left leg's working to ground and it's just moving the right leg as far as the right leg's gonna move right now. 
then angle the right heel in, toes out. That may just have changed everything right there and you've got a good, interesting thing going on. Pay attention to a breathe. Or you might want to bring the right leg a few inches over the center line. Float it across, keep the right hip down, keep the left foot anchored in. And again, it's like the left inner thigh is holding the knee over the ankle. There's a little squeeze in action there. And then back to center, we'll draw the right knee into the chest. Release the right foot to the floor, pause and feel the sensations between the two legs. They're different, for sure. And take the legs out to Supta Padakanasana where we started. Again, there's different things going on right and left. Just notice them by your noticing. You're just enhancing, optimizing your time right now. Notice anything that floats over top of your experience. So there's the sensory experience of practicing yoga. And then there are the thoughts about practicing yoga, the thoughts about other stuff. They happen. When you notice them, you can get back underneath them. You just note like, oh, thinking again or overthinking again. Next inhale, use your left leg to bring itself into happy baby. Arms is free, hands is free. Yeah, then use the left leg muscles to shape that happy baby. Flex the foot. Imagine the heel being pressed down by the hand. Thigh bone moving toward the floor. The action of the hip flexor doing that. Abdominal stabilizing you. Get a breath in here. Full breath out. Then you'll extend the leg out to the side. You can, if you want, take the left hand as a uh, kickstand out there. That's what I think of it as meaning to support the left leg with your left tricep on the floor so that you're not holding the arm in space, but being a kickstand. You'll think of a better way to say that and you'll write it and tell me. Or just get on the microphone and tell me. I'd love to hear someone's voice tell me what this is like. Press out through your heel, straighten the leg. Breath in. When you breathe out, first move, turn the sole of your right foot to the floor. Activate both inner thighs and draw the left leg up to vertical, the right knee over the ankle. So you know, think of this big uh, block that could go between these two legs. Fancy yoga prop. You're hugging in on that thing. Press your right foot into the floor. Use that to leverage the left leg in toward you. In uh, Iyengar yoga classes, sometimes they'll say this, uh, different poses. It's like you have a two by four between your legs and you're squeezing it. I don't know that I like the visual idea of holding a two by four. If you do, if that resonates, you like the idea of the legs hugging in towards center that way. For all, by all means, use the two by four. Press your right foot down. Straighten through the left leg, pressing the heel. One more breath in. 
and turn the heel in. So the uh, foot is diagonally rotated, the, the whole leg is diagonally rotated. If you get enough there, keep it, stay. If you'd like to move the leg across center line, explore a little bit of adduction movement inward of the leg bone, do that. Keep pressing the right foot down. Keep the right inner thigh muscles working to sustain that knee over ankle. Breath in. And then breath out, release that, bend the knees, hold the foot to the floor. And just pause. Two legs, different sensations. Spread your toes, press down through the ball, the big toe, ball, the baby toe, center of each heel. You might feel your hips get light. If you do, follow that into bridge. If they're not getting light yet, keep pressing down into your feet until you feel the hips get light. Uh, wait, for the, wait for the sensation and then follow the sensation into bridge. We'll slowly lower down. Next, inhale. So when you inhale, just like one rivet at the time, one piece of the spine at the time, down to the mat. You can hover your sacrum or you can uh, let it go. Right. And up again with your exhale, press the feet down. With it. Inhale, slowly releasing down. Go back to that imaginary block. Now, just like the regular yoga block, and you can you can imagine. You don't have to grab yours. If you want to grab yours, totally, by all means. Imagine holding the block between your knees. You're not trying to like juice it. You're not doing like thigh master stuff. You're just keeping a steady, conscious, kind of hugging in with the inner thighs as you do this. So that the knees not only stack over the ankles, but you feel like you're muscularly involved in that action. One more of these. You inhale, way down. Let hips release to the mat. Bring knees to chest, nose to knees. And make your way around to down dog anyway. Like if you want to roll through and do the chaturanga float. All means if you want to do that down dog scramble totally cool. Once you get to down dog, the scramble stops. Your breath starts again. And so we just totally reoriented ourselves. Take a few moments. Feel the new orientation in space. Set your gaze, soften your eyes. Skin around the eyes and muscles around the eyes. And also the way that they're seeing. So just take in the new experience of vision. With nothing that you have to do about it. Look forward to your hands and you'll walk forward. And then ragdoll, wrap your arms around one another. Let this one be still. And so interestingly here, you've got the same basic gaze, but it's different in some ways. Moment, be sure your feet are wide, like the edges of your mat. 
and particularly if you're feeling a little tighter in your hips or your low back, go wider. Let's set your gaze again. And so things have slightly shifted from down dog in terms of where we're looking. And the intensity of the backline stretch has shifted for most of us. And that can change that, that way we're looking. Right? When things get more intense, uh, the fight or flight system can make the, the vision more limited, more, uh, or I start to jump around. Body wants to move around, body wants to avoid this, right? That's normal. That's like, that's why we're here to practice. Set your gaze, still your body, move your breath, experience what you're experiencing. Right? And we are at this like, blessed place of a yoga mat where we don't have to do anything about this. Right? There's parts of your day you're going to have to do something. This is not one of them. You get to be and let be. And most of us are caught in the cycle of doing most of the time. But by breaking it, we become better doers when we need to do or want to do. Become, become better responders rather than reactors. Release your hands to the mat, walk your feet together. Press your feet down, rise up to standing mountain pose, stretch long. Then exhale, hands to heart center, send your hip crease back, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, walk your feet hip distance apart. We're gonna step the right foot back. Low lunge, fingertips down on the floor or blocks. Inhale, straighten your front knee, draw your heart forward. It's like a half lift in your back. Then exhale, come down to a low lunge, back knee down. When you inhale, straighten the back leg, tighten it. Now exhale, straighten the front knee and bow for the leg. On an inhale, dig your front heel into the mat, draw your heart forward, elongate. Exhale, step back, high plank or chaturanga. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Squeeze your right leg tightly, take it up behind you, inhale. As you exhale, bend the knee, heel tucks toward your sitting bone. Inhale, stack the right hip over the left as you're dropping your left heel down. Inhale, return to center. Shift forward to a high plank with the knee to chest. Step with your exhale, low lunge. Inhale. Reach up, crescent, good. Press into your front foot, fingertips to the mat, step up, top of the space, feet together, 
breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. Press your feet down, inhale, reach up to stand, mountain pose. Nice. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance, heart draws forward, exhale, step your left foot back. When you inhale, straighten your front leg to your degree, draw your heart forward, half lift sensation for the back. Pull into your front heel as you exhale, bring your back knee down, slightly touch. Then inhale, stay in the lunge, straighten your back leg. Then inhale, straighten the front leg and bow over. Breathe all the way out. When you breathe in, draw your heart forward. Plant your hands, step back high to low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Inhale, take your left leg up behind, squeeze it tight and straight. When you exhale, bend the knee, bend the knee and heel to the bottom of the door right there. Then inhale, stack. Left hip on top of right. Exhale, press the right heel down. As you inhale, reorient back to center. Come forward, high plank. Bring your knee into your chest as you exhale. Step, low lunge. Breathe in, reach up. High lunge, crescent. Hands to the front of the mat. Step the back foot up. Feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. On A, press your feet down, reach up to standing. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. Press the floor, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flap back. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Nice. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. 
plant your hands, breathe out. Push up. Upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Have a breath in here. Open your mouth, let it go. Notice how you're looking, where you're looking. The eyes set and soften, take in without any extra. Look forward, walk, or let you hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward. At the end of that exhale, drop your hips low. Ukatasana. Reach, extend through the arms, unfold the elbows, bend the hands. Then keep the Ukatasana legs, bow over them, chest to thighs, and let your head go. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high to low push-up. Breath in, upward facing dog. Breath out, down dog. Squeeze your right leg tightly, take it up behind you. Bend the knee, heel to bum, do that action, hamstring glute muscle. Stack the right hip over the left, opening there for left inner thigh. Then drop your left heel down, press your hands down. Inhale, squeeze the outer edge of the right leg to lift that knee up. When you exhale, look forward, come forward, knee into your chest and step on the center line of your mat. Spin your back foot flat. Up and around to warrior two. Good. Bring the hands to the hips. Set your gaze to your side wall or your side vents, whichever applies. Soften your gaze. Again, you level it and take in right? so totally new scenery. I mean, not totally. You've seen this space before. Like a different day different physical experience in your body. And as your eyes still and soften to what's going on outside, you see and just see. Same thing with the post art at your feet. So you're feeling, right, eye of your mind, feeling your feet. And up from your feet to your ankles, your shin bones. And your knees. Right. You're gonna squeeze your back leg so that you feel that that knee is stable. You're not locked, but stable. The muscle, the muscles, muscles are holding the kneecap. That's quadricep muscle, and an inner thigh muscle to a degree because of the angle of the leg. And front heel, press it down, and get that outer thigh action we had in the leg lift outer thigh action to feel that you're really stacking the front knee over the ankle. You don't have to see it. You're looking at your side wall. Your eyes are still and they're soft. You have a body that's been yours since you got here to this earth. 
your foot and knee have a connection or else you could not get through the day. Feel the outer thigh work. Press into your front heel. Establish more of that work. And you keep that action in the outer thigh, keep that action in the heel, but straighten the front leg. Triangle. Keep your gaze set to the side wall. Right? It gets really boring for the eyes, really. Like that's the idea that the outer world just becomes there. The inner sense is sharpened by setting the, the physical components of the eyes calm the nervous system. The eyes keep darting around. Right? We might as well be hurtling through space. Eyes steady and set. Mind can steady. Bend your front knee. Press into both feet. Come up to warrior two. Turn to the side edge of your mat. For straddle fold, you're going to walk your feet in, and they're parallel. And in ragdoll, they're about mat distance apart. This is wider than ragdoll. Now lift up, bend your knees, and bow forward. So wider than ragdoll, but not into any type of split. And the way to, to really know it's a good straddle for you is that your head is off the floor. You don't want to be on the floor. That's uh, going to stop the downward action. So if it is on the floor, you walk your feet closer together. If it's nowhere close, if your body can't fold at the hip, right, then you may need to go a little wider. Right? So if you feel like you're more in kind of a, a halfway lift, the spine is uh, cantilevered out in front of you, you go wider, give yourself more space. Let the back of your head get heavy, the back of your neck get soft. The knees are a little soft here, more weight in the front of your feet than the back. So you could think of it as like a 60-40 if you're into numbers, but more that the intention of the pose is moving forward and down. Release your hands to your mat. Walk them around to your right foot, to the front foot. Maybe it's your right, maybe you need to switch it up. That's totally fine. So, low lunge, back knee down. Take the right hand to the right thigh. Draw your heart forward. If you're not twisting today, you stay right there. If you want an element of twist, press your hand into your leg. Press your leg up into your hand. Stack right shoulder over left. And then slide your right hand to the outside of the right thigh. Press the hand in, press the leg out. So it's isometric. The, the knee is not going to go anywhere. The hand's not going to go anywhere. But now, instead of that pulling in we were doing earlier, uh, we're doing more of that press out like we do in Warrior Two. Right? Same action here. You're stabilizing knee over ankle. Breathe in. And then unwind it. 
Right hand to the mat, tuck your back toes under, step back, high to low push up. Upward facing dog. Down dog, breathe out. Get a breath here, feel your two legs. Bend your knee, send your hip crease up so you take any round out of your back. Next inhale, we're gonna take the left leg up and back. First move, simple, bend the knee, but not easy. Use the hamstring, use the glute muscle, hug that heel tightly in. And inhale, stack left hip over right. Probably not gonna be vertical, vertical, but uh, see. Exhale, drop the right heel down. Then squeeze the outer edge of the left leg. Lift the knee as high as it goes. The TFL muscle on the outside of the leg is working to hoist the knee up. Then forward, knee to chest, breathe out. Step on the center line of the mat. Back foot flat. Up and around warrior two, hands on the hips. Set your gaze to your side wall. So commitment there. Like whatever happens, big purple monster runs through the room. Your gaze is set there. But it's not harsh. Right? And this is like a way of looking, a way of doing things that we practice. Right? The, the mindfulness, the meditative quality of the yoga. You're, you're set on what you're doing, but not harshly. Like, so if that big purple monster ran through the room and needed help, like you could go like get it a Band-Aid, right? That, that's fine, right? So not harsh, not myopic, but they're like just distractions, those big purple monsters in the mind that do us no good. We're immune to that because we're focused on a task that is doing us good. Set your outer eyes like that. And then move the eye of the mind into your body so you know that what you're doing is good. Feel your feet. Are the toes clenched? If so, you don't need that. Is the back knee straight because the back leg is tight and lifted? Not pushing itself straight. There's a pulling action. Then front heel stamped into the mat creating a connection up to your sitting bone. This is the tricky one. Keep your eyes set. Use the heel to outer hip connection to know that your knee is stacked. It will be continual action like this in Warrior Two if we're really engaged. This outer thigh, outer hip action. When everybody asks for hips, we don't. Uh, we, don't, we don't contemplate this part of the hips, but this is an important action for the hip, an important action for the health of the knee, an important action for the health of the knee in just everyday life to be strong here in this regard. Press your heel down. Use the outer hip muscle. Squeeze the back leg. Set your gaze. There's plenty to do without looking around the room. Get breath in. And breath out. Keep the heel pressing down. Keep that outer thigh action going on. Straighten the front leg. Pause there before you do anything. Once the knee is straighter, it's harder to keep that action. Feel it again. Press the heel down. 
with the outer hip contraction and triangle. And that outer hip contraction is where you're going to keep the hips in line here. They don't need to be perfect, right? The right hip is not going to stack over the left here, but the left hips don't want to take a vacation over to the, well, they want to take a vacation over to the left. But you're pressing your front foot down, squeezing the outer hip to keep the hips in line. Uh, Iyengar Yoga uh, refers to this as being between two panes of glass. Mm, I'm not sure about that one either. I think of it as like you're in the aisle of an airplane and you just really don't want your bum to be in that person's face over there. Probably. I mean, maybe you do. I, I don't. You're keeping yourself just, just in the aisle of an airplane. Like, instead of two panes of glass, just moderation. Bend your front knee, press into your front foot, come toward you two. And turn to the side. For a straddle, we're going to move it into uh, a squat, a horse's stance. Hey, you say. First thing to do, first thing to do is not bend the knees. We're going to set this up. So turn your toes out to the diagonals. Uh, they don't need to be too far out. So sometimes we over rotate uh, in this, and maybe like two o'clock with the feet. They don't need to like be trying to go towards the front by the But then sit into the squat and just ensure that your knees are pretty well tracking with your big toes. They may or may not align over the foot itself, uh, over the ankle itself. Bring your hands again to the outer hips, outer thigh, engage there. So as you're pressing all three points of your feet down, heel down, same action as warrior two. Now let that go and let your knees float in, like a wobbly knees, just for a moment. We don't want this. This is why we say align the knees over the ankles. Use the outer thighs, pull the legs back out so that they feel structurally sound because of your muscular work. Then one more time, let that muscular work go. You may float in a lot, you may float in a little bit, maybe just a tiny, tiny bit, but then engage again. So more important than are your knees directly over anything, are you doing this? Press your feet down, outer thighs out. One more breath here, sit as low as you want to go, but keep that action. Mm. Press into your feet, you're gonna lift up, really good. Parallel your feet, lift, we're gonna bow at the hip, coming to a flat back so that you can then walk your body long and around toward the front of your mat to that low lunge, back knee down. Then left hand to left thigh, draw your heart forward, press leg into hand, hand into leg. You can do that without uh, twisting, but if you enjoy twisting, left shoulder over right. You're pressing leg into hand, hand into leg in that uh, vertical plane. Then you're gonna slide the left hand to the outside of the leg, press the hand in, press the leg out, same muscles we're just using, and it stabilizes the knee over the ankle. Stop doing that. Just stop the pressure and feel what happens. Probably you didn't like fall apart, but then bring your mind back to it. Press the foot down, outer thighs, out. And things change. Things are different. Get a breath in, heart forward. Breath out, undo this, hands to the mat. Step back, down dog, or low push up. Upward facing dog. 
downward facing dog. Let's move this all the way to child's pose. So knees down, hips to heels, feel your body. Long, slow breath in and long, slow breath out. Taking a moment to bring senses in. That's what we're trying to do in all our poses, to bring our senses in, right? to, to be in the space to we inhabit first, most importantly, like the space that we are. And of course, not to be blind to the space around us. But, but these poses move us outward too. So it diffuses our attention as we have so many things to do. Like a child's pose, it's simple. It gives us that the practice of drawing the senses in. It's the ABCs of what's called pratyahara, the drawing into the senses, so that we can put those ABCs together in, in the great literature of other poses. Come on up to hands and knees, and then to down dog. And you're going to walk your feet about halfway up your mat, turn to the side that you like for straddle, and then walk the feet out wide. So we're going to walk out wide, uh, wider than your straddle fold. So we're going to get to a straddle lunge, and that's a, we're going to set the distance for that by being between what a straddle fold would be and what a straddle split would be. So it's a little wider uh, than folding, but not so wide that you uh, get um, a deep inner thigh stretch right here. So right here, we're not looking for uh, the, the inner thighs to stretch a lot, just maybe a little bit. Um, feet stay really grounded. You're going to turn your attention to your right foot. Turn the right toes out to the diagonal, so like toward that corner of your mat. And then bend your knee and start to walk your hands over toward that foot. Other foot, keep it down for now. So first, a little exploration here. Knees probably moving in. Two things you could do. One, you may need to rotate your heel uh, more in, toes more out. Two, you might need that action of the outer hip pulling the knee into alignment. Three, you might need both. Breath here. And breath out. Then come on back to center. Just center up everything. Back to the ass. Uh, then we're going to go same side again. So turn the toes out to the degree that you found you needed for that. Walk the hands over. This time, let the left foot peel off the floor and continue whatever got you that sensation of the leg, the right leg being well-structured, knee over ankle. So turn the foot 
and combine that with heel digging in, outer hip action. So if the knee stays well aligned, whether or not it's perfectly stacked, you know, that's going to have to do with your, your osteogeometry. But it feels well stabilized. The toes pointing up, press out through that heel, lengthen through that leg by imagining the inner ankle bones moving away from you. And then come on back to center and feet parallel, heart forward, pause. Bend to the left. You can turn the left toes toward the diagonal. Walk your hands over, right? And then the point is, once we get the hands walked over, the other foot's flat, uh, things are pretty stable. And you can then kind of see what's going on with this foot. So explore that your toes turned out to the diagonal. Where's your knee? My knee's way in. It needs me to pull my heel in, toes out. Yours might too, right? So adjust the foot. Instead of trying to shove the knee over the ankle, adjust the foot, then dig the heel in and use the outer hip muscles like we do in Warrior Two to bring the knee mostly in line over the ankle. It's something that feels well supported. Once you've angled the foot properly, dig into that heel, press the right foot into the mat, stay here, have a breath. This is one way to do skandhasana. This, this particular pose, skandhasana. Skanda is, is heap or pile or hill. I guess we're making a little heap over to the left. <laughs> Come on back to center, pause, have a breath. So then we're going to go to the same thing. You can turn your toes out to that new direction, the one that you found. And by the way, uh, could be different. The two sides, the two legs could have a completely different need for the, the foot to be arranged. But arrange it properly, the diagonal, so that you can dig your heel in, knee over ankle. And then roll up onto the outer or to the back of your right heel. Dig that heel into the mat. That heel's digging for tomorrow. Left heel's digging for tomorrow. Squeeze the right leg so that the, the quadricep muscle is supporting that knee. While the left foot, the heel in, the outer hip action is supporting the left knee. And guess what? You get to do this every time you do side lunges. Then dig the left heel in, use the outer hip, come on back to center, and then pause. So then there's those ones that move side to side. What about those? Those we want to keep fairly light. So we uh, sometimes in this class or sometimes in, in jam classes particularly, we'll go side to side. Do this. Uh, take that wide but not too wide stance. And then just bend your knees side to side, focusing in on digging your heels in and pulling the knee into alignment by using your outer thighs. So just move side to side, but we're not trying to go real deep. That's your best strategy for any time we're doing something uh, that's kind of a rocking motion side to side. Just keep it light because you probably experienced right now how much setup time it took to get that to feel really well supported. As we're doing the rock side to side, it's good for us to move like this. 
but we don't have time to get it set up like that. One more side to side, just light. And then back to center, we'll walk the feet together. And then come down to seated onto your back, hug your knees in. We started with those active, happy baby legs here. Take the legs out to the side, catch your heels, catch your shins, use whatever props you want to use. But happy baby, let the arms get heavy. Hands on the heels, drawing heel bones down. Get breath in. Breath out. to Shavasana. Good work. Backside of your body on the floor, your heels, sacrum, rib cage, the back of your head, all heavy down into the mat. The front side of the body light to the air. The arches of your feet, hip points, collarbones, forehead center, soft, receptive. Enjoy a few moments just being you. to come back, start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. And then go to your right side and pause. Make your way up to seated. Take your time. Stack your bones. Deliberately sit in order to feel well. feel well-grounded, to feel like you have space to breathe. And that's what you've done with your yoga practice has fulfilled an intention. 
bring our hands together at heart center. It's a way to witness that intention and ourselves to acknowledge the success of a full yoga practice. Thumbs to forehead center. We acknowledge the goodness of one another's intentions. That was great, y'all. Namaste. Super well done. Have an awesome day. See you soon. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.